Delicious meets nutritious in the snack that packs a real protein punch, wonderful pistachios. Each one-ounce serving of wonderful pistachios has six grams of protein, giving you over 10% of your daily value and making wonderful pistachios one of the highest protein nuts. But perhaps more than that, I love all of the flavors they have. Their sea salt and vinegar ones are my favorite when I'm craving that flavor but want to keep it healthy. But that's just the tip of the iceberg. Wonderful pistachios come in a variety of flavors, like chili roasted, honey roasted, smoky barbecue, and jalapeno lime, perfect for enjoying with family and friends or taking them with you on the go. Whether you're a pistachio purist who loves cracking open every nut or you prefer the convenience of no-shells pistachios, Wonderful Pistachios has got you covered. Grab Wonderful Pistachios and elevate your snacking game today. So fill up with a healthy snack when hunger strikes. Visit wonderfulpistachios.com to learn more. That's wonderfulpistachios.com. This is Optimal Health Daily, episode 993. Exercise, but not for the calorie burn. Part two by Rachel Trotta of racheltrotta.com. And I'm your narrator, Dr. Neil. Hey there, and welcome back to Optimal Health Daily, where I simply read to you from the best health and fitness blogs for free. I cover fitness, nutrition, stress management, weight management, and lots more, just like an audiobook, but from a bunch of different authors, and always with permission from the sites. Now, it's Wednesday, and every Wednesday, I like to give you a little bit of inspiration. So here we go. Quote, life is 10% what happens to you, and 90% how you react to it. Charles R. Swindoll. Now, today's post is part two from yesterday. So if you're new here or skipping around, I'd recommend listening to yesterday's episode first. But if you're all caught up and now you're in the right frame of mind, thanks to that inspiration, hopefully, let's hear part two and continue optimizing your life. Exercise, but not for the calorie burn. Part two by Rachel Trotta of racheltrotta.com. Here are my five strategies for creating this in your life so that you can truly love to enjoy the experience of exercise as well as its health benefits. Strategy number one, lower the bar. When many people try to get active, they accidentally make their goal too difficult. The weight training routine is too complicated, the spin class is too far away from the house, or the gym isn't open long enough before work. Instead of focusing on how exercise should be, redefine what exercise can be. Do anything that gets your heart rate up for 30 minutes, whether it's a power walk, a jog, or an aerobics video in your living room. In my upcoming coaching group, for example, a huge focus is going to be on increasing the number of steps you take per day. It can be that simple. As counterintuitive as it sounds, when you lower your expectations of yourself to a sweet spot, not to nothing, your expectations are then easier to meet which means that you will meet them more often, which ultimately leads to a new habit. Sporadic, all-or-nothing visits to the gym a few times a month are not a habit. Strategy number two, do it as often as possible. Now that you've redefined exercise, do it every day that you can. Try to do it at the same time each day so that exercise can become an entrenched part of your daily routine, as predictable as brushing your teeth or eating lunch. It's important to note that even though they don't qualify themselves as morning people, many of my clients find that morning is the only protected time when they can reliably exercise. The exceptions to this rule are few. So why the focus on daily exercise? What about rest and recovery? 
if we're honest with ourselves. Exercising daily often means, in reality, four to five times per week when you take into account weekends and lapses in routine. This is important because for people who have difficulty seeing results from exercise, increasing exercise frequency from a few times a week to five times per week makes an exponential difference in their results. The problem with aiming for three times per week is that it can sometimes end up being only one when life gets busy. So if you're concerned that you're exercising too much, again, change your expectations for what exercise can be and alternate your days of higher intensity with days of lower intensity. The change in frequency can be absolutely magical, both for building a habit and for seeing results. Strategy number three, do something you like. Does exercise carry inevitable discomfort? Absolutely. It's pushing you to your edge, which isn't inherently relaxing. But it is essential for long-term success that you, even moderately, enjoy your routine, especially at the beginning of the habit formation process. Here, it is important to play to your strengths. Do you like to run? Don't get bogged down by the strength training routines you should be doing, at least not at first. Just run. Do you like to lift weights? Don't get bogged down by finding the perfect full body routine. Just go to the gym and lift. Do you want to just hang out with your dog and enjoy nature? Don't get bogged down by the guilt that you should be at the gym. Just go hiking with your dog. Does watching your latest Netflix obsession on your iPad as you incline walk on the treadmill make exercise bearable for you? Then do that. Find what you like and capitalize on it. Strategy number four, be kind to yourself. Be patient with your personal fitness level. I will be honest with you. Exercise is not fun when you are not fit. It makes many people feel heavy and old and embarrassed. I see in response to these feelings of inadequacy, two camps tend to distinctly emerge. People in group number one avoid physical activity because of these feelings. They engineer situations so that they never have to experience the discomfort of being out of shape. People in group number two lean into these feelings in a self-punishing way, signing up for the 90-day challenge at the local CrossFit box, only to end up injured and taking an exercise hiatus. Either way, the result is less exercise. Not good for habit formation. When you are just starting out, it is so incredibly important that you do an activity that pushes you but is appropriate for your fitness level. See strategy number one. If you have been mostly sedentary for a year or more, walking more is a good start. Strength training with the guidance of a personal trainer is also a good start. Going to a beginner's yoga class is another good start. Signing up for a marathon is probably not a good start. But take heart, exercise does become more fun over time. And lastly, strategy number five, don't exercise to burn calories. Add exercise as a positive routine into your healthy lifestyle, but don't do it to burn calories or eat more food. Exercise is notorious for burning less calories than we estimate. A common mistake that people make when they try to lose weight is exercise overestimation and eating underestimation. If you have a calorie goal that was calculated based on the number of times per week that you exercise, stick with your calorie goal. Don't eat more on those days that you exercise. This will completely throw you off as your goal is based on your exercise already. If anything, this method can cause weight gain. Instead, leave calories in the domain of nutrition. Don't get caught up in the insane arithmetic of allowing yourself a cookie based on your 30-minute run. Enjoy exercise for what it is, something that is inherently good for your body, mind, and spirit, and be consistent with it.
and watch the magic happen. You just listened to part two of the post titled Exercise, but not for the calorie burn by Rachel Trotta of racheltrotta.com. We're driven by the search for better, but when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search, match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites. One of the things I love about Indeed is that it filters out incompatible applicants. So when you're hiring, the process is much faster and you only have to consider applicants that are already likely to be a great fit. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at indeed.com health. Just go to indeed.com health right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com health. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Dr. Neil here for my commentary. The American College of Sports Medicine says that if you're a beginner, one of the most effective things you can do is not to spend more time at the gym, but rather increase how frequently you go. So instead of spending one hour every time you go to the gym, spend 20 minutes, but five times a week. They said that's more effective. So Rachel was absolutely right when she mentioned that. And Rachel was absolutely right when she was talking about the two camps of exercisers, those that don't want to exercise because of feelings of inadequacy, and then those that dive in right away and push themselves too hard. I would then add a third category. Maybe it's a subcategory, actually, of this last one. It's those that exercise, but don't experience results fast enough, so they quit. Look, I've mentioned this many times before. I have tried many exercise routines. When I was younger, I didn't care as much about the beneficial effects exercise had on my heart and lungs. I just wanted to look really buff. Sadly, even after many years of consistent training, I didn't get the physique I was aiming for. Now, I was still improving my overall fitness level, but again, at the time, I didn't care as much about that. I just wanted to look imposing. What would happen instead, when I would tell people that I was a regular gym goer, their response was often, really? I couldn't tell. Yes, people would say that to my face. Or, your shoulders are too small in proportion to your arms and your chest. In fact, that last little gem was from a family member. Here's the deal though. I didn't quit and just go, well, I'm never gonna have the physique I always wanted. I might as well give up. Instead, I kept at it and I kept improving. I stayed consistent. Consistent in the fact that I am not going to just stop exercising. Instead, I'm gonna consistently stick with it and find something that works. And I finally did. Again, this is coming from a guy who couldn't do a single pull-up and could barely bench press 95 pounds. So, be patient with yourself. If you find something isn't working, that doesn't mean you should stop trying. It just may mean you need to keep searching. All right, that'll do it for me for today. Thank you for being here. Thank you for listening every day. I hope you're having a wonderful week and staying safe and well. And I'll see you back here tomorrow where your optimal life awaits.